T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. I've learned two things in the past 24 hours that make me kind of believe that the Jets, it's time for them to simply sign Derek Carr. The first of which is a conversation I had with a very important Green Bay Packers source, who quite honestly believes that Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers and that all of this is being overhyped. He looks Mm. at the contract that Aaron Rodgers signed last year, the commitment that he gave to the team, and believes that at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers. You woke up and asked, what year is it? <laughs> Any of the last four. Yeah, we're doing the Rodgers thing again. Great. Awesome. This is the one's different, though, because Green Bay now, it's it, it seems like it's stemming from them I mean, they not did, wanting to continue the relationship, they, not Rodgers. They drafted a quarterback at one point. You feel like they were, you know, yeah. And it, he's entering anyway. his fourth year. Like, he'll be a free agent. Yep. Do you want him to hit free agency before you've seen him play? <laughs> I just don't want to talk about him anymore. Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe. All right. Question for you before we get to Aaron Schatz of Football Outsiders. Which bill is a favorite for an NFL award? It is not Josh Allen for the MVP. My guess is Von Miller is the favorite for comeback player of the year. Half a point. He's co-favorite? No, this person is a full favorite. Okay. You, uh, you get half a point. You are half correct. How can I be? Oh, in that is the right award, but the wrong player, or the right player in the wrong award. That's right. That is correct. It is one of those two scenarios. (laughs) I'm going to say Micah Hyde with comeback Comeback player player of the year. You are half right. It's comeback player of the year, but it's neither of those two. Correct. Is it Josh Allen? No, for comeback player of the year. I'm. You never know. Who wasn't? Wasn't uh. Who was the favorite last year? Wasn't Barkley the favorite after missing like three games or something? Did he um, tear his ACL? That's why he was comeback that year. He did. Um, comeback player of the year, and it's not Von Miller or Micah Hyde. Tredavious White? Nope. Is it? It's people are screaming at you right now. Why? What is happening? Who am I missing? Who am I missing? Uh, who missed the season? Who missed the season? He didn't miss the season. He missed part of the season. He missed part of the season. Von Miller missed part of the season. Hyde missed almost the entire season. Screaming at you. Oh, no. This is not good. No, it's terrible. I can't believe he didn't get it yet. I'll give you some context. He is even money for comeback player of the year, which is the no one's ever been that before. So he's the most comeback player of the year ever that there would be. Alex Smith, off of his leg surgery disaster, had longer odds than this guy. 
Dak Prescott broke his ankle. It was shattered. It was awful. He won it. Uh-huh. It's DeMar Hamlin. Oh, man. Of course. Of course. Of course. Wow. Even money on Comeback Player of the Year. Wow, yeah. Of course. Isn't it just that he, all, if he plays? He just has to come back. Yeah. I mean, if, if he comes back, he is Comeback Player of the Year. Right. So, so the, isn't that odd, basically, that they think he's even money to play this year? I think that's what that means. Alex Smith won Comeback Player of the Year, and do you know how many games he played that year? Was it two? It was six. Okay. Well, maybe he was only dressed for six. I don't know if he started all six of those, but yeah, he played a third of the season and he won Comeback Player of the Year. But right, same thing. Like He, he almost lost his leg, and he came back the next year. So, all right, Hamlin. Oh, of course. I was sitting right there. Is Von Miller on that list? You might not have it still in front of you, but yeah, obviously DeMar Hamlin would make uh, would make a lot of sense. All right, let's go to the Western Hotline. We have Aaron Schatz. There's Aaron Schatz, Football Outsiders, with uh, Jeremy White and I here on WGR. Aaron, it's Jeremy and Joe. Thanks for uh, coming on. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the show this morning. So let me get some off-season stuff with you. But we did see the article that you posted yesterday at footballoutsiders.com. Coach aggressiveness and go, when to go for it on fourth downs, punting situations and whatnot. Um We've talked about McDermott a lot with this, so I, I guess just you know Sean McDermott's place in the league as uh, as a decision maker when it comes to fourth down. What did you uh, What did you find? Yeah, he's pretty consistent every year. He's one of the most aggressive coaches, but he's never the most aggressive coach. You know, all these guys, uh, nobody goes for it as often as the analytics suggest that they would. But McDermott is definitely on the more inspired side of the coaches in the NFL when it comes to this issue. You can follow Aaron, by the way, on Twitter, at uh, F-O underscore A shots. So how far off? Like you, you mentioned nobody goes for it as much as analytics would, would suggest or would like. So Nick Sirianni, you have his number one, the most aggressive coach in the league. Like how, When we're trying to compare these guys to when they should go for it, the best of the best are going for it, how close to the amount of times they should be. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, the fact is the models have coaches going for it at times that I think most fans would just be shocked because the the fact is if you go for it in your own side of the field, it's not actually – you're not giving up as much as you think if you don't make it compared to when you go for it on the other side of the field. So, for example, analytics would have suggested that the Eagles go for it. What was it, fourth and three? Mm-hmm. on their own side of the field in the Super Bowl, where they that was the bad Aaron Sipos punt, the one that was returned by Kadarius Tony for, like, a lot of yardage. Um, but, yeah. so, you know, I mean, I would say that, you know, analytics would suggest that head coaches go for it at least twice as often as Sirianni does on things like fourth and three and fourth and four. But the fact is on fourth and one, for example – Sirianni went for it on every fourth and one except one this year. Wow. Wow. Question on, on the, the punt, you know, the fourth and three. He said 32 out of 32 NFL coaches would have punted there. And I wonder, Aaron, if, if you've got the, the data, do coaches get more conservative in the higher impact games? I mean, one of the criticisms, criticisms of McDermott 
has been that they stop doing that when they get into these games. They had a fourth down against Cincinnati. They decided to punt in their playoff game, and it was right before the end of the first half. So Sirianni, he was aggressive, and he balked at that one. So, like, do they, in fact, get more conservative when you get later in the season or when you get into playoff games? That's an interesting question, and I do not know the answer to it. And I would be very curious to go and study it and find out. Aaron, right. Aaron Schatz on the Wester Hotline. Another thing that I took away from from your article yesterday at Football Outsiders, Brandon Staley. I mean, I was after him this year. A lot of people were, I think, that loved that he used to go for it all the time. You wrote that he was number one. Um, I guess how far of a drop, how, how different did he really become from year one to year two in uh, his head coaching stint with the Chargers? He went, our aggressiveness index for Staley last year was like 2.0, which would mean he went for it about double as often as the average coach. This year, he was average. So he dropped from going twice as often to the to just average, which is a big drop. The NFL offseason, we've got Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers in the rumors. Aaron, we've been talking about the Jets a lot. Um, and I know you guys are still a little ways away from your, your, your rankings for the season, DVOA for next season and whatnot. But when looking at those two quarterbacks, Rodgers and Carr, as you look at it today, do, do you see a big difference in what the Jets would be as a contender and a, a threat to the Bills in the AFC East depending on, depending on which quarterback I re- guess they really go after? They could end up with neither one, but do you see a big difference for the Jets depending on whether or not it's Rodgers or it's Carr? I would say that Rodgers is better probably for this year, and Carr is likely to be better for a three- to four-year period. So, of the two, to you, what, what do you think is a better idea? If you're the Jets, are you going for the three- to four-year period for Carr? Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, my feelings about Aaron Rodgers go beyond analytics. I, I, I just feel like uh, his personality just seems problematic to me, and uh, I know that winning uh, clears up all distractions, but what doesn't clear up all distractions is not winning. <laughs> yeah. You take the risk. You take the risk that if Rodgers does not rebound a little bit from last year's decline, that that you get all kinds of distractions around your team. Plus, here's the thing, and this is important. For Rodgers, you have to give something up. For Carr, you do not. For Carr, it's just money. For Rodgers, you have to give up draft picks. The other thing I would say about the Jets, is the Jets shouldn't count their chickens before they hatch when it comes to their defense. Defense is more inconsistent than offense and harder to predict. And just because the Jets had a top-five defense last year does not mean they will have a top-five defense this year. So Jets fans can't think, oh, if only we added Aaron Rodgers to our top-five defense, we would be Super Bowl contenders. Because there's a good chance they don't have a top-five defense this year. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, year to year defense defense is regressing. Back 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 to the Bills. They're second in Super Bowl odds, really almost any book that you'll look at. And I do feel like fans are maybe growing tired of the idea of them as a favorite, especially the way they lost to the Bengals. I think they want to believe that that game wasn't random and that there was a flaw with the team, which there I think definitely could have been. We talked about the offense, you know, looking difficult for half the season. But 
when when you see that the Bills are second in the odds, it's really only behind the Chiefs. How does that how does that strike you? Does that feel like that's right or you know, should they be behind Cincinnati and Philadelphia going into next year? No, it's absolutely right. Buffalo was number one in our numbers during the regular season. Um, do they want to look at what happened in that game and try to make sure that that doesn't happen again when they inevitably have to play Cincinnati down the line? Absolutely. But listen, there have been really good teams in the NFL that are really good for three or four years and never get over the hump. Uh, the recent New Orleans Saints being a good example. There are also teams that don't get over the hump until they do. And the best thing you can do is just run the best team out there every year you can run out there. And like the Indianapolis Colts were fantastic in 2003 and 2004 and 2005, and they couldn't win the championship. And then in 2006, they didn't really change anything. They were the same Colts that they'd been the previous two or three years. And they went out there and they won a title. And the best thing you could have in the NFL is a great quarterback and a great offense that's going to be consistently great every year. And Buffalo has that. And they also have a very good head coach and a very good front office. So they're going to be contenders every year. The thing about being contenders is that there are other teams that are also contenders and only one of you can win the championship. But I think Buffalo's chance is as good as anyone's. Final thing for you, Aaron. When you guys sit down to do the almanac this offseason, is where Lamar Jackson plays the thing that will most drastically affect uh, or swing any team from now until when you actually write it? Yes, because Rivers McCown is writing the Baltimore chapter and having his first child in June. <laughs> so we're really wanting the Lamar Jackson thing to be solved as soon as possible. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see if it takes it to week one. All right, uh, you can follow Aaron on Twitter at, at FOA Shots on Twitter. Aaron, thanks for joining us, and I'm sure we'll talk again after the draft and free agency as the, uh, the offseason progresses here. Absolutely. Again, to Buffalo fans, be optimistic. <laughs> you weren't right there with the top teams. That's not going to change. Thanks, Aaron. Could Lamar sit out the whole year? Uh, the whole year. Could he sit the season? I I think sure sure he could. Did you see Jeff Darlington's r- article on him yesterday? That so a couple weeks ago it came out that the Ravens had offered him something like 113 million dollars guaranteed and that they were at least 100 million dollars away on guarantees. Darlington wrote yesterday, no not Darlington, Jeremy Fowler. Jeremy Fowler wrote yesterday that all of Lamar Jackson's counter offers to this point to the Baltimore Ravens have been contracts that are 100% fully guaranteed and come in at a higher number than what Deshaun Watson got from the Browns. I don't think he's signing. So then what happens? They franchise tag him. Okay, if he gets franchise tagged, I might okay, maybe this is, I might want to guess he doesn't. He he does not play on the franchise tag, and he could sit for the year. I just don't. I just my biggest thing with that is is Baltimore really going to let it drag out that far if they have every indication they need that he's not going to play for us unless we give him a contract that is way higher than we have offered. 
Right. The idea of not playing on the franchise tag means he would be giving up $35 million. So what the tag is, 32 Yep. And it would mean the Baltimore he is up, refusing to trade and playing hardball. Right. So he gives up $32 million. You could say, like, how could you give up $32 million? His alternative is to do that and risk giving up $100 million. Because if he wants right. two fifty and they're offering one fifty guaranteed, by signing that, he's giving up $100 million. And the only signal we might have as to what he would do in that situation is the end of the season, isn't it? I mean, we don't know how bad his knee really was, but... It was said to be, what, a four- to six-week timeline, and he never returned. He never came back. So I might want to guess that he would carry through on that, that he would not risk $35 million? He would let $35 million go because he knows what's the Watson contract. The Watson contract total was $230 million. If he thinks in his head, I'm getting $250 million guaranteed, he, he's not going to blink at thirty. Yeah, that's probably right. Breaking news from ProFootballTalk.com. Actually, it's from Scott Berman, who owns Sky Cave Retreats. He uh-huh. tells ESPN Aaron Rodgers has left the facility. Oh, the, wow. Folks, the, the, <laughs> the darkness retreat is over. The Now the, <laughs> we're tracking him. Punxsutawney Aaron is ready to tell us where he's going to go now. Okay. He's left the Do you think we'll get news? He'll just say, you know what, I decided I want to stay with the Packers. He'll just come out and say I, that today, I, tomorrow. I think he could just fly to Montana and never be heard from again. Maybe. It's possible. He's out of the darkness retreat. All right. We'll get a break in. Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe here on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 